Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's American Horror Story After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's American Horror Story After Show. Good evening, AfterBuzzers. Good evening. We are here at the AfterBuzz TV studios doing fun things. I don't even know what to say anymore. Um, I'm your host for the evening, David Skifalitti. Joined again by the lovely and talented Sarah Huggins. And these two lovely ladies over here. My name's Oriana Leo. (laughs) And I am Jillian Leff. And we're getting witchy. We are getting witchy. We're doing American Horror Story Season 3, Episode 4, titled Fearful Pranks Ensue. And, and that do they, they do. <laughs> I don't really know if the title Super goes exciting. so great with the episode. Um, but I, a lot happened. We were thrown a lot of information tonight, and I'm still trying to process it all. While you process, I would like to do a major shout out to our fans. Please do. Um, I have been reading our we've all been reading the YouTube comments and you fans are unbelievable with the things that you guys put together as far as storyline and what you uncover are things that we don't have time to put together ourselves in the short time between <laughs> yeah. the walk from the screening room into this booth. So we love your input, your ideas. Please keep rating us and keep posting. And also, I'd like to shout out Juliet, our super fan from the Philippines. Yay. Hello. Hi. You're amazing. She, she is amazing. She follows us on Twitter and watches us at 11 a.m. in the Philippines um, on YouTube. So, so thank you, Juliet. She also is one who recommended that I dress up as this particular witch. Why don't we tell everyone at home that's listening yes. what we look like? Well, we decided that we wanted to dress up like our favorite witches for this week because it was our Halloween episode and mm-hmm. it is Halloween week. Halloween's tomorrow. Um, I, unfortunately, could not figure out who my favorite witch was. You have so many. I have yes. so I- many that I'm just wearing a little sparkly hat. But it's really cute. <laughs> and I did a traditional witch just because I, I couldn't decide either. It's it's too hard. You're giving me Fiona in this episode. Yeah. I, I, I feel it. When she put on the hat tonight, I was like, that that's me. That's Sarah me. Sarah's the supreme, yeah. Yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. She Hello, wishes. Um, I don't know if any of you have seen uh, the 1989 cult classic Teen Witch, but oh. I am, in fact, Teen Witch Louise. You look amazing. You do look she amazing. Looks, yeah. Top that. 
Yeah. Well, uh, Juliet from the Philippines recommended that I be our very favorite MM from the show. (laughs) We think she's passed away in a rug or being played up with as a doll. Uh, our Madison Montgomery. So that is moi, Madison Montgomery. And you look very fetching. Thank you so much. You're welcome. We're just so excited for Halloween. We are very excited for Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) So now we can let this episode kind of, it was kind of an expository episode. Mm -hmm. It was. It attached the last cray-cray episode to whatever's coming up next. Yeah, and before we jump into the episode, I do have one more thing to tell Tell our fans. Anna deeply apologizes. Um, She couldn't make it again. This week, she... Her new job has been giving her a lot of new responsibilities and is taking a little bit more of her time than she had expected. So she apologizes. She has been reading all your comments. And she loves you guys as well. So, and I'm happy to be but here. We're happy but we're happy to have Sarah. Yay! I'm happy to be here. Um, even though she keeps touching me. Well, we have to <laughs> I just want to cuddle David, and your he doesn't want to cuddle me. I know. I feel it. Let's just, just put your we'll, head we'll in the take it off. It's room. fine. Let's break it down, people. Let's break okay. it down. Okay. So, I feel like we need to start with Angela Bassett. Madame Bouffault. <laughs> yes. I love I'm never going to remember her name yeah. because I want to just call her Angela Bassett all the time. And, like, guns. <laughs> well, we find out that she can bring people, zombies, back. Yes. What? But yeah. now That's... here is my question for you guys. Okay, so she has this, we find her, her powers are able to bring people back from the dead, but as zombies, um, amongst other things. But is it only on one particular day? Was she able to, was the the zombies in 1961 the same, was it also Halloween? Great question. I don't think so because I feel like they would have told us because all they said was New Orleans 1961. Mm-hmm. I feel right. like they would have said New Orleans Halloween 1961. Or there would have that been like some sort of reference to Halloween. Some on that kind day. of costume. Yeah. Okay. That's true. I so guess. how is that different than than just the power of resurrection that like Misty Day has? Well, because she's not restoring them to life. They are walking dead. Yes. So it is different, but we're not sure how. Okay. On the spectrum. Okay. Of magic. Right. And what um, Marie Laveau does is she conjures up sort of the source of the problem. Okay. And she summons the zombies to take care of the, the problem. So in the first instance, it happened to be the men that lynched that the little boy, little boy, which okay. was just the zombie killing in the first three <sighs> minutes was so gruesome. Yeah. I was not, that came out of left field for me. I understand that this show very... is gory, but right. I shut my eyes because I'm it was afraid a that. total dismemberment. Yeah, by Ugh. and each man got dismembered in a different yeah. way. It was pretty incredible. I did not close my eyes. I was watching. Yeah, <laughs> the special effects. I also watched every were movie. pretty incredible for that scene. So you need to go back and rewatch it because. Ugh. One guy had his, his entrails, entrails pulled like pulled out. out, and they were just like pulling them like ah, a magician's yay. scarf. <laughs> it was it was really awesome. Yeah, I want to see it to again. watch. Scary slow. We go to put it in slow mo. If you watched it four cool. times, would you still be scared of it? Um, I, 
I'm, I am going to go back and watch it. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll do it with more people than just you guys. Yeah. And, and we, were in a dark, we, we were in a dark no, we room. Don't. So, um, But we do find out that she's able to sort of send the power of the zombie uh, to specific people. And, you know, in the second instance where she uh, brings back these people from underground, she is forcing them to go after Fiona. Because Fiona kills Bastian. Right, and we see the right. blinking Bastien head Ooh, in the cardboard box. She decapitates him. We think. We don't know if she's killed him. Right, we did not that see it. Bullhead happen. is blinking. <laughs> is his so body weird. alive though, running around somewhere? Great question. And where is it? Is he like a chicken? Oh my gosh, that's a the headless horseman. Visual. No, this is this oh, is a legit minotaur. Yeah, the headless, headless minotaur. minotaur. It's very possible She's that his body's still alive somewhere. somewhere. Hmm. Steven, is there any chance I can get my mic up, or do I have to do it myself? You're gonna have to do <laughs> that. It. Works, okay. So. Yes. Yes. Thank you very much. Um. So I mean, there's a lot of questions, but it turns out that what's her name again? <laughs> Angela Bassett. You're the worst. Yes. I am the worst. AB. Angela Bassett is a lot more powerful than I had initially thought. Mm. Really? Yes. Okay. Zombies? That is pre- that's that's some pretty, pretty powerful cray. stuff. I mean, I get like the whole immortality thing. Right. And, like I she mean, stopped that was her pretty aging. Legit. But that was a potion. Okay. Right. Right. And okay. this was like these a full, are these spells. Like, conjuring. Right. Right. I understand that. Gotcha. Thing. And I kind of, I get that too. Also, I was kind of looking at my, my notes about the war that they're starting again. Yeah. About how going back to 1961, about how they divided the territories. And it made me, it kind of brings (laughs) me back to like gang, you know, gang wars. Yeah. Um, the sharks and the jets. Right, no? exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I did Total musical theater. <laughs> so it kind of reminded me of like territory gang war, or whatever. I thought it was pretty funny that they were dividing uh-huh. the territory of Louisiana between the two of them, uh, or you know, their witches, their kind, whatever kind of magic they practice, and that they're sort of by sending over the bullhead or the minotaur head, um, that piece is broken. I'm curious, though, as to what the terms of this quote-unquote treaty were. Correct. Killing one of their own. Okay, but are they allowed to cross into one another's territory? Are they allowed to practice magic in one another's territory? I really think that the the truce was to stop bloodshed. I think that there was um, certain deaths that were happening uh, and they wanted to stop that and Fiona sort of broke the truce by killing Bastien, who was clearly Marie Laveau's property. Okay, right. Yes. But, like, it's just another but question. The, here's the hmm. question. Did Fiona break the truce by killing him, or did Angela Bassett break the truce by, by sending, sending him? him? Or did Fiona break the truce by digging up Madame Hollery, which how would right. she know in the right. first place? Or did she break the truce by showing up in Cornrow City... Which is the name of the salon? Amazing, really people, really yeah. people, um, and love it. Setting the wigs on fire. It's like you know, it's very tricky as to who actually started this downright war. Because yes, she sent the head, but he was sent to begin with, and he harmed one of her girls first. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we found out from last week, Queenie was unable to control Bastien, mm-hmm. and he. 
from what we saw, heard in the beginning of the episode, someone was moaning. Mm-hmm. So someone was getting busy. So, and that's but interesting because we all had various, and the comments on YouTube too were great yeah. about what people were thinking and I don't think we really got a resolution to what happened. No, there. we don't and, know if they had right, sex or not. Because she doesn't seem, Queenie doesn't seem like she was raped to me. She doesn't seem... She seemed like she was attacked. Yeah, she yeah, was bleeding attacked. from her stomach. couldn't stop it. Right. And we see the Minotaur in the back, but he doesn't attack Fiona. Right. Right? Right. She looks back, and there he is, like, kind of behind her, but no- when nothing happens. So who attacked Queenie? Was it the Minotaur? Did they just have l- passionate love making and something else attacked? Like, I'm... Or, like, is that just the aftermath of... What happened? What happened? Of their passionate love making right. meant that she was destroyed on the inside. Because she didn't <laughs> see. I mean, because she didn't seem like traumatized afterwards. Honestly, like she was able to give an interview about you know MM and like the whole thing. <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, like if you were raped, I don't. She think was you able would... to still be really, really bitchy to Madame right. Lallery, who says, "I can't." She's crying over her. I don't know how to thank you for saving my life, and she's like, "Well, you better think about it then." Right. So, like, if if you were like assaulted. I don't feel like you would be like that. I Here's my question for you, Sarah. Yes. And you two lovely ladies as well. He doesn't know our names. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do know your names. Um, you could just call him letters. Shut OJ. Up. OJ. Oh my god. Amazing. <laughs> oh Amazing. OJ. What comes? Okay. How do I pose this question just now? Speak. Queenie, if she was raped, or if she wasn't, has also just been brought back from the dead. Mm-hmm. I feel like that trumps being raped. Is that weird to say? Well, on what scale are we trumping? Like She died. Right. She died. And came back to life. Right. I feel like that's a pretty awesome gift. We know that for a fact. That she died? She stopped yes. breathing. Boxy was like she stopped breathing and then We don't know that she was Fiona dead. Breathed right. Into she stopped her. right. And then was like, I got a heartbeat. Right. <laughs> but she didn't necessarily so that like makes me dying. believe that there wasn't a heartbeat. Right. But dying is a bit extreme. Like she lost breath. She could have had like some sort of brain damage or something. Obviously she doesn't have. I, I don't know. I, I just didn't get that from that, but maybe hmm. I'm crazy. I got that because Farsi was like screamed I got a heartbeat. Yeah. But like people like come near death. I feel like that was like a near death experience but not whatever. We don't have to harp on it. But We don't. I'd love to know so Queenie self-inflicts pain and she can direct it towards another person. Right. What happens when she is not inflicting the pain? What happens when somebody else is inflicting the pain? Right. Like Bastien, what happened on her? On her. Does something happen? Does it transfer to someone else? Like we know very little about her backstory. Like and I'm her right. power. Yeah, and I'm hoping that in these, you know, next episodes we're going to find out a little bit more about her because it's sort of just confusing me. I mean, we're finding so much and yet we know so little. Right. Right. And, and then we are we're only on episode four. Yeah. Yeah. But also I'm curious too to see how this relationship with Madame Lallerie um forges forward. As was, this this horrible racist, you yeah. know, who who has this moment of like gratitude of coming out literally coming out of the closet. Yeah. <laughs> literally clutching the little towel on her hand, saying the black girl saved my life. She was and super vulnerable. She was really grateful and vulnerable. Yeah. So I think that's a storyline we're going to see 
play out. I hope to see play New out. New besties? Maybe. Well, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. I wouldn't go that far. Here's hoping. They're going to braid yeah. each other's hair. I'd like to touch on just the other like minor storylines that we can get into the meme potatoes of Zoe and Frank and Kyle because that's a little (laughs) tiny tidbit. That was real weird for me. It was a little weird for me too, but here (sighs) Zoe's character really is starting to confuse me. Have I mentioned how much I hate her? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. Because the pilot episode is so centered around this character, Zoe. That's for true. the past three episodes, she's barely in them. Right. She's, like, secondary. She's very secondary yeah. at best. And this week, we see her for maybe five minutes of the entire episode with Kyle. I mean, he's banging his head on... No, Kyle. <laughs> and says, he knows no, Kyle. David was really happy. He, he spoke more like, oh words. God, he yeah. speaks. Yeah. She goes, Kyle. And he goes, no, Kyle. No, Kyle. No, Kyle. So he recognizes that he's not Kyle. He does. Then she has a moment of thinking she's going to mercy kill him with rat poison. Right. right. she's like, you're In hungry. the tuna. Let me get you some food. You're hungry. I was confused by that, though. Like, does he? Does she really want him? To, I mean, obviously, he's in a lot of pain and whatever, but does she really want him dead? Who Is knows that? what Zoe wants? She's right. such a wishy-washy, spineless character. Right. I hate her. <laughs> But it, in my opinion, it looked when she was looking up there and there was a scale and there was rat poison. She was thinking, well, should I just put him out of his misery? Because he's clearly this should have never happened. Right. You know, but. And also, she doesn't know the reason why he killed his mom. Right. She doesn't oh, know yeah. about any of that. So it's like she she knows that she he's suffering he's for something, but she doesn't know why he was violent. And that's the thing that terrifies her when he goes and touches the side of her face and moves her hair. She's terrified and crying because she doesn't know if he's going to snap. You know, why did he snap and bludgeon his mom with a trophy? And like, f- frankly, we don't know that he won't snap. Exactly. Frankly, we don't know. Where he went. Where he, he disappeared. Went. <laughs> he disappeared. He's gone. He's out. And there was like, a, I just spit all over the table. Good thing really you're far awesome. away. <laughs> Great. Well, he's really close to me. <laughs> it went that way. Um, there was like a little, I feel like, throwback to his character from season one when the car drove by and there was a skeleton. Yes, staring yeah. at her. Staring at her. And I was like, oh, look, it's Tate driving by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, very Tate. interesting. I yeah. You. I thought it was very fun. Yeah. He's and out then, on the but then, And then, but then poof, that it. that's it. That was the yeah. end of the story. And we were like, okay, fine. Okay, And then she just returns to the house. With no explanation. No, no one has said, where have you been? Have you seen your girlfriend Madison? Nor does she seem to care that Kyle is missing. Right, right. Anymore. She or that Madison's she missing. Or, or she, Madison, she's more like, we need to go look for her. But that's kind of it. She doesn't, like, the, it shocked me that she didn't set out on a search for Kyle immediately. She was just like, all right, I guess you're gone. Amongst the Halloween, call me. You know, (laughs) I agree. Maybe, I mean, there just wasn't room for it, I think. Maybe he went back to Misty's. Let's hope he went back to Misty's. So, that would be nice. Now we have the coven. Yes. The council. The council, sorry. Thank you. The council. And the coven. And Spalding, you know what Rit sidetracked me is that I wrote down amazing sparkly shoes on MM. <laughs> oh, yeah. When she's getting rolled up okay. in the rug by that Spalding, all I could say was, shoes, look at her shoes. Oh, my God. Any of you fans, if you can just stop, slow-mo, rewind, <laughs> and find out the brand and let us know, tweet me, <laughs> at Miss Oriana Leo. Love to know. 
I'll figure it out for you. Yes, you will. Okay, Giuseppe Zanotti. That's my guess. That's what your guess is? I think they were Giuseppe Zanotti. How much money do we want to put on it? $5? I'm thinking $6.50 now. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Um, Um, So we found out the butler's name, Spalding, which I'm sure has been said before. One time. The very first episode. episode. And then they said, what cat got your tongue? And then they started calling him names. Yeah. And it was said like a thousand times. This week, so he's I feel a like creepy doll guy. He's obsessed with he like is a doll collector. Mm-hmm. I would say at this point, right? Yeah, he yeah. has tea parties. He with loves them. a good porcelain yeah. doll. You know who doesn't? Who casual? <laughs> They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, we he's also sweet. find out that he doesn't cut his nails, Ugh, and right. he has some Ugh. sort of fungus growing on them, which Gross. really grosses me out. Um, he could use a haircut. He dresses up like a girl. And when he he's alone, he so. likes to wear. 90s. 90s. And then I was just trying to figure out, are these Bonnets. doll clothes? Like, is he trying to dress like a doll? I, or a baby? Maybe a baby. Or a I baby think, doll? I think he, <laughs> he does dress up like a doll, and that's why he has full-size, like, a people versions of doll clothes. The bonnet really threw me. Like, when he started... Putting the bonnet on. Yeah. And then having a a tea party with our stone cold (laughs) bitch that's dead. But she looked amazing. She did look amazing. (laughs) She looked great. He did her, he beat the shit out of her face. Mm. Um, Or just a terrible makeup job. Right. That's what it's called. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Excuse me. In the drag queen world. Oh, really? Yes. Every day's a school day. Every day's a school day. If you didn't already know, he beat her face. Which is put makeup on it. Um, and he's putting on a dress, putting it like this weird, creepy dress on her that kind of looks like a wedding dress. Right. And he's having a tea party with her. Yes. Um, why? Why? Oh, I thought he was going to put it on. I thought he was going to put it minute. on as well. But my thing is, is like when he could speak back in 1961, he says to Fiona, My last words are, I have always loved you. Key Whitney Houston song. Yeah. Oh, oh totally. I will always love you. Steven, yes, that would have been perfect. You. <laughs> you have been ready. Um, and then he cuts out his tongue. <laughs> okay. Right. Which I really thought Fiona had cut it out. I thought so as well. Me too. That was a surprise. That was a nice Big twist. surprise. But why is he such a weirdo? This is like, I'm very the, confused. Like, why introduce the, th- the fact that he's a complete weirdo with the dolls now? Now. Is like, he, was he a weirdo before the, the tongue? Okay. This is the oh, thing. Yeah. Okay. I think that he is just one of those people that appreciates pretty things. That is why he fell in love with Fiona, and that is why he still does... He's at her beck and call all the time. You think that's why he likes... He kept M.M.? Yes, and he's I think that... a collector of fine I, things. I think that he, he likes pretty things, and although, you know, these are his sort of friends, I guess. I mean, he can't, he can't talk... He, his tongue was cut out many, many years ago, and I think by it's just about by himself. Yes, because of his love for Fiona. Right. He did not right. want to give did her he? up. No, because she, he heard the, that she had He heard that Myrtle enchanted. had enchanted his tongue. His he tongue. couldn't tell a lie. Gotcha. Yes, so right. that's why he cut it out, and he cut it out for Fiona, for the love of Fiona. Right, but... You can't tell a lie? Does that also mean you can't write a lie? 
No. no. And that was kind of the whole question that right. I had before, which is why I couldn't have written it down. But obviously Myrtle was the only one that ever cared. Right. Right. And he's in love with Fiona. Right. And, and Myrtle was the reason that he cut his tongue out. Right. right. He didn't lie. Right. That's true. You know? But I think okay. what we're the bigger question is he's just weird. Right. He was weird before, he's yeah. weird now, and they're revealing it for some reason. We're gonna find out soon. <sighs> yeah. I, I mean he's gonna keep it's Madison like, and she's gonna keep She's going to start decomposing, most likely. Sure. But <laughs> they, I feel like they're introducing stuff that is kind of unnecessary. It feels unnecessary it right feels now. It feels super unnecessary to reveal the fact that he likes to play with dolls. I'm not going to lie. That on top of zombies, that... La- Ms. Madame Lollery flashes are her daughters. Mm-hmm. It was a little overwhelming. Yeah. I was a little bit like, really? All, right now? Well, the last what do you 10 girls minutes think? was, like, explosive. Right. I mean, because, like, all, up until then, I feel like it was a lot of just informational stuff. And then, like, the last 10 minutes was, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what's going on? You know? And I wish the whole episode had been like that. I mean, well, I understand that I can't. But. Jump into the information well, that yeah. we learned God. this week. Yeah. From the council. Okay. Someone else talk. We learned that. Okay, we learned that Myrtle and Fiona went to Miss Robichuk's academy together. Yes. Um, We learned that Myrtle knows that Fiona killed the Supreme, and Myrtle. But do we know that she knows, or we just know that she we she thought she suspects? She She said something about. No, she has. She has the. She knows when people are telling a lie. Okay, so that's her one of her. Craft exactly her powers. Yeah. So she knew that Fiona was telling this lie, and that it was the biggest deal that she was going to become the supreme. So we find out that chunk. There's also some sort of jealousy there, I'm sure, because maybe you know Myrtle thought that she was going to be the supreme, and mm-hmm. she was appointed to the council. Um, we find out that there is a Fabouche council member <laughs> yeah. that is full of sass. Now, what yeah. was his <laughs> name? Loved him. Did Didn't we... get his name. Didn't get his name. People, tell yeah. us his name. Us he know. was hysterical. Yeah, hysterical. Except his height and the height of the person that threw acid on Foxy's face made me a little suspicious, but I don't see how that's possible. There um, were just some ugly shoes and short person in the stall, and it's, that's all David I'm David thinks it's him. Really? I do think it's him. I just don't see the motive. I don't see it. the motive either, but just the stature <laughs> seemed Based correct. On height. I just feel like the council was definitely against Fiona, all of them. But look Except at, for him. But look at Fiona. She's rubbing it in their face. You know, she, I mean, obviously Myrtle is being dramatic and going on and on about you've been horrible, you might as well have never been here, but she's really like. <sighs> Rubbing it in their face. Well, yeah, she's like, you're not going to prove it. Well, the one interesting that Myrtle says to Fiona is that you are supposed to be here for the benefit and the betterment of our kind. Right. And you deserted us. Right. And she listed, like, a bunch of things that she was supposed to do that she yes. never did. Which I think is important to to keep in mind. Like, yes, they are laying it on thick with her. But she deserves it. And she knows she and deserves she, it. she... Admitted that last episode yeah. about real, you know, I've I've been so selfish. I've put taken everything I have and putting it right back into myself. Yeah, and here there's the council telling her exactly the same thing. Right, right. you haven't done your due diligence. You haven't been there for those that needed you. Okay, so we find out that yes, 
Uh, we also find out that Hank is a murderer. Oh my gosh. Hank oh, yeah. is blue. Not only a murderer, a total creep. Out of the blue. Like, no, he's a cheating, mur- lying, yeah. cheating murderer. Okay. Okay. David and I near died when they <laughs> said that they met at a, in a Thomas Kincaid. Can we? Chat okay, side real, note, please. Okay, please. I don't know. Yeah. Or I don't know what this know. is. Do you want to explain Thomas Kincaid? Thomas Kincaid is a painter. I mean, you added the part where he might be a tad religious, but... No, 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 he is. Oh, he is. It is, like, a known thing. He is, like, a Christian painter. Okay, he he paints beautiful landscapes. But he only paints landscapes. You can only buy his paintings in the mall. Oh, yeah. Is that where I've seen his name? Really? Yes. Okay, that's why Painting. I thought he was Always. an author. He's a painter. Okay. I have definitely in seen any, you can go to any suburb in any town. There's a Thomas and there's Kincaid. a Thomas Kincaid store. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, now yes. it sounds that's why it's so familiar. So she's laughing about how they met in a Thomas Kincaid chat room online. What's weirder is that they were in a chat room. Well, what's well, weirder is, it was that, a chat room. is that he went into the most like banal, generic. Right. I thought she was gonna say we met in like um, what is that AshleyMadison.com where they like you know <laughs> have a fair married men. Right. Side note: right. Sarah's obsessed with that website. No, I'm, no, I'm not. But I, just, I was like, what is it? I don't it's even because know. they do the client no. list too. Besides yeah. the show, and yeah. we're used to talking about cheating men. We but, are. So it wasn't a shock to me. Yeah, but I mean, it was. I was like, excuse me, and something I'd never heard of. I thought it was gonna be something like that. It's just nice to finally get an explanation for why Hank has been so absent. I mean, we do know that there's a reoccurring theme in the coven that men speak very little. Right. <laughs> um, but it's nice to know that he is not just there to be there. Right. There He's not is, a placeholder. There is an eventual, they're, they're building up to this this thing that is going to happen, this, this point that the character is going to make. And the reason why he killed her, not to mention, let me let me rewind for a second, the sex scene between him and the redhead. Oh my gosh. Yes. Was violent. Violent and like kind of scary. And it made me think, okay, is this who he, because we hadn't seen the kill shot yet. I thought, is this who he, Hank really is? Or is this because uh, Foxy's eyes went black when they were doing the sex snake thing and he's turned into a monster? But he said in bed... For, he was a monster for Halloween last year. Mm-hmm. And so it made me think, right. okay. It's possible that this is his, this is his Halloween ritual. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Once mm-hmm. a year Once. he gets to kill somebody and have violent sex with them. First. Beforehand. Interesting. That's a great idea. Well, we found out his job as well. No, we did not. We, that's a fake job. <laughs> it has it to is? be a fake job, yeah. Yeah, I think he just... Because he, like... So it's, are all his jobs fake? The construction? Well, as Fiona said, when Foxy He's says, full of bullshit. why don't you like right. Hank? She says, Hank reeks of BS. And he totally does. So I don't think we can trust anything that And he says. seems so sweet when we first met him. They all do. Super sweet. Let's I continue. <laughs> what else Sorry. did we learn? Um, I think that, was that it? Oh, um. No, like we learned one more thing. Else. We talked about the truce. Yeah. We talked about... Spalding. We talked about do we the lynching scene. Oh yeah. yes. I have to make a real quick comment about the cinematography. Mm-hmm. The wide shot on the lynching tree and the boy was beautiful was but beautiful. haunting and horrible, obviously. Yeah. But I was actually very confused as to why it started out in color, that scene was in black, black and, and white, white, and then it went back to color. That was interesting. But I thought it was more the emotion, like there was all the color was gone. Like when the, you lose your color from your face, like you're sick. Oh. I felt that feeling from it. Like 
it was sickening to see this big, beautiful tree with this poor little boy hanging from it. It's like there's no color to be had in that scene. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. There's no beauty there. But it's a beautiful shot. Yeah. But yeah. there shouldn't be color because it's so disgusting. I like that. Me I'm too. not a thesis. <laughs> Check, please. Uh, right. Besides Very the... Done. 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 Besides the uh, BS one-liner that we just talked about, oh. I'd love to return back to when the council is interviewing Queenie and uh, uh. asks where Madison could be. And she says... What a gem. She says she's probably... Uh, or she's known for hard drinking... Or she likes <laughs> hard drinking, big dicks, and trouble. And she probably offered the Grim Reaper a hand job on her way out. So if that's not a line for you people, I don't know what is. And what's really interesting is that Nan is the one that's behind the council coming. Nan is really pushing for to find out what's happened to MM. Well, you it makes complete sense her reasoning behind why she calls the council. Right. Why she called the council and went to that extreme. That is what I'm confused about. Why didn't she say ask Cordelia? Something to somebody else. And Cordelia had a lot of theories on why the council could be there. I loved that. <laughs> I know. That was... like, is it about this or this or Well, Cordelia is... Yeah, she's a mess. She's a head case. But, oh my right. gosh, by the end of this episode, she's an actual mess. We don't even know what her face looks like. She oh had acid God. thrown in her face. She's puking from we either don't. too much drinking or maybe she's preggers. I think she's preggers. I hope she's pregnant. Hank, the dirtbags, baby. Drama. Demon child. Demon dirtbag. <laughs> I have a theory behind Hank. Um, and we'll talk Is about it, a it in predictions. Okay. Okay. I, I, I won't forget it. Um, oh, and the hot neighbor came by for like thirty oh, seconds. Yeah. I mean, there were so many cameos and little spots from all yeah. of our main, like all of our main characters. Yeah. His mom, we didn't see in this episode, mm-hmm. but there's so many people. Kind of were like, "Hey, what's up? Okay, later." Know. Right. Well, it only leads us into because this looks like the first half of a two-parter. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully. Next week, it's everything that was brought huge. up, we'll brought be, up this week, will just like all those storylines will just make the loose ends will be tied up. Um, and I want to talk about the title of the episode. Um, okay. Fearful pranks will ensue. Yeah. Um, Madame Lollerie mentions it in the episode when she's, when talking, she's talking about the history of Halloween. So I think it does have some significance. I don't know if it's part of a fable that has to do with well, Halloween. It's, a, it's or, pretty much that's what All Hallows Eve was. I mean, that was the night that this spirits would come out and walk the earth and you would make sacrifices mm-hmm. um, and to to please them and that's where Fiona corrects her and it's like oh the sacrifices are just candies now and it's kids in costumes it's not actual ghosts well and I forget who said it but they were like Halloween gives people permission to be who they really want to be and that was like, Alexandra yeah. Breckenridge yes that was the mistress yes. Yes. to Hank My favorite line in this episode is when Kathy Bates answers the door and goes, (laughs) Oh, little beggar children dressed all fancy. (laughs) And you decided you're going to answer your door like that. From now on. (laughs) It doesn't matter who's there. I'm terrified. It doesn't matter. It could be my mom. That's how I'm answering the door. That is amazing. It's my life. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So do we think we hit on everything? We did, but there was so much. There's so much little stuff. Little stuff that happened this week that it wasn't, to be honest, 
my favorite episode Me so far. neither. But I kept saying, I think it's more of an expository episode. They have to get that narration and explanation out. They do. And we're so early on in the season that we need episodes yeah. like this to make sense as to what's going to happen at the end of season. You know what? On our side of things, it's really difficult to break down an episode like this. So we're trying our hardest here, but if you guys see any sort of cracks that you can fill in for us or theories, we love your theories. Yesterday, I mean, I'm so great. I was reading the comments yesterday and I'm obsessed with the theory that Bastien is uh, a minotaur as a form of punishment because he cheated. I love that. We didn't think of that. You know, there are so many things that you guys contribute to us and you help us and we so appreciate it. Um, and hopefully you can sort of fill in the blanks that yeah. we had with this episode. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Totes. I'm sure they will. Um, I'm sure you guys will. We're counting you on awesome. you. Yeah. We are counting on you. Yeah. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I have news and gossip. Oh. oh. We knew you would. Yeah. Okay. I love oh, the news and gossip. Um, I saw a picture of Evan Peters another? filming in New Orleans, another picture, and he is in his fraternity shirt. So no. that, listen, flashback? Flashback? it right. could be a flashback scene, but it also could be the notion that Kyle has regained his voice. We don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Back. No, Kyle. Yeah. Goes back on <laughs> to live a normal life. I mean, listen, <laughs> if Zoe's going to take the time, he mimicked Zoe. So if Zoe's going to take the time to really make him the man that he was, it could happen. I don't know. He looked completely put together. His shirt was clean. He looked nice. In this picture. In the picture. And where did you see this picture? Um, I saw it on a paparazzi agency. <laughs> so oh, wow. It's out there. If you Google Evan Peters, American Horror Story, Louisiana, I'm pretty sure it's just going to pop up. A bunch of news outlets covered it. Um, but I'm excited to see why he looked like his normal self. Interesting. My only thing is, is that even if he could regained his voice and... <laughs> was able to speak and was totally normal again, <laughs> there's no way in hell he could go back to school and go back into the frat because they collected his dead body right. parts. His mother identified his body. Who's now... Who's dead. Thought so, as a pancake. I'm just playing devil at devil okay. bad right. here. You know, I'm thinking, it could happen. Ryan Murphy has done crazier yes. things. Yeah, yeah I true. guess that's very true. Did uh, anyone read the spoiler alert on if MM is really dead or is if they're coming back? I'm not going to share. I just wanted to know. I was going to no. ask. I I could have seen it and I stopped reading. I, I did don't as, know if I want to know. I made the same decision. I actually didn't want to know. Right. Yeah. So I just wanted to know if did, did either you? of you. <laughs> I didn't. The so. <laughs> information's out there. Yeah. But I chose to keep yeah. my eyes closed. I didn't want to know. I want to have like genuine reactions to it. Awesome. Yeah. You don't? You're going to go read it. He's going to read it immediately after this. <laughs> I could care less. Interesting. Um, any other news and gossip? Um, that's all I got. Okay. Ooh, what, we have more news and gossip. Thank you. Turn right. off this Hello. music. <laughs> Premature predictions. Thank yeah. you. What's the other news and gossip, Sarah? I don't have it. You have it. I told you to give actually, it to me. Actually, David really doesn't have, like, news it's and gossip. It's special segment It yeah. is actual. I have you something else. You didn't give it to me. I told you to I give it to me. I told you to look it up yourself. <laughs> okay, tell Sorry. me what you got, people. Tell me what anyway. you got. Okay. Um, well, before we jump into predictions, I do have a little special segment for you guys. Um, it is the top five in the spirit of the season. The top yeah. five Hollywood grossing witch Films. Ooh, tell tell. 
we have the Witches of Eastwick. Oh, starring one. Jack. It's not number one. It's not in any particular order. Oh, interesting. Um, yes. All right. <laughs> I thought it was. Nope. Okay. Um, Witches of Eastwick, which stars Jack Nicholson, Michelle Pfeiffer, Cher, Susan Sarandon. Amazing film. If you haven't Amazing. seen it, go out yeah. there and see it. It came out in 1987. It was directed by George Miller. George Miller, excuse me. And it grossed $63 million which by in then the box office. was a lot of money. A yeah. lot of money. Yeah. Think about that. Um, Harry Potter, which... We all know. That counts as a witch movie. <laughs> That's a wizard I movie. I agree. <laughs> it's a witch wizard kind Wh- of the same thing. Wizzy movie. Daniel stars Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Ro- Emma Watson, and Rupert Grint. Why it's there came out. The first one came out in two thousand one. It grossed between all of the films fifteen billion dollars. Wow. That's ridiculous. In Wizards. Same in the box office alone, which is crazy. We have Practical Magic, which came out in 1998, and it I stars that. Sandra Bullock, right? Sandra Bullock. I don't Nicole think Kidman, I saw that one. Nicole Kidman, Stalker Channing, so Deanne Weist. Mm-hmm. Really Such good. Such a great movie. How much did that gross? That grossed $68 million. Well, I need to put that on my Netflix queue. Yeah. It oh, is totally. on. I think it's streaming on Netflix. Um, the Craft, which came out in 1996. <laughs> it stars Robin... Ugh, Tunney. Tunney. Yes. Feruza Balk, Nev Campbell, and Rachel True. That was when Nev Campbell was at her prime. Yes. Amazing. Um, That grossed $55 million in the box office. And we have Hocus Pocus, which came out in 1993. Um, And that stars Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Jimmy, Thora Birch, and Vanessa Shaw. Directed by Kenny Ortega. I put a spell on you. Yeah. Um, That's my favorite of all. It's my amazing. Favorite my of all. favorite of all as well. Um, and that grows $39 million in the box But I office. wonder, though, out of all of those, Hocus Pocus has definitely played on ABC Family. Yes. For years. One of the most times. well-known. Right. Sure. Like, people, yeah, I mean, 1993... I don't know um, if it's the most well known because Witches of maybe, Eastwick is the only one that was nominated for Academy Awards in but our generation. I bet maybe. like twenty year olds okay. have no idea, except for like there's a new Witches of Eastwick on Lifetime, so I'm sure they have heard of that one, but mm-hmm. they probably haven't heard of the oldie. Well, it sounds like there's a great watch list out there for our fans yeah. if they want to get in the list. spirit. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, David. You're welcome. That was a good one. Okay, now predictions. Now okay. We can jump into predictions. <laughs> Ooh, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Great. Um, okay, so my theory yeah. behind Hank is that he's a full-on serial killer, which I sort of hinted at before. Okay. I also do not think he's human. I agree. Where, do you, where does that come from? I don't know. I from wh- from his comment that last year I was a monster. Okay. I know I'm like stretching it a little bit, but I feel like maybe that's why they can't get pregnant because he's the one. Who isn't I like that a lot. Human. I like that a lot. Even though he's like, maybe he's in a, a demon in a human's body or something like that, or something's taking him over, but I don't feel like he's legit Do you think people. he's always been that way, or do you think that he just became that way since the whole pregnancy? I'm going to say he's always been that way. Sitch. Interesting. Yeah. I, I think know. that's my only prediction. I'm sad that he's a bad guy. That's my prediction. That's not a prediction. That's not a prediction. That's an emotional response. I just, I know he's bad and I'm sad about it. I, 
I don't, I don't think he's human. I agree. Like as soon as as soon as we saw him, I feel like this episode he had a new attitude. That's why I'm almost I don't want to say it's my prediction that it happened because like you said, he did like kind of give a hint that like he's been this way for a while, but I do see a change in him, like his attitude, his demeanor, and granted we've only seen him really in one episode, but I did see a lot this time that was different, I feel like than the first time we saw him. So, okay. Uh, So I read the article that one of the commenters uh, sort of mentioned. It was a BuzzFeed article about Jessica Lange, and she spoke about the first time in the American Horror Story series that she is going to fall deeply in love. Um, We've seen her with sort of playthings in episode one. She sort of used men to her, her benefit, but... She's about to fall deeply in love. So I'm excited for that. Apparently he is a serial killer and his name is the Axeman. Um, he is Super played hot. by Angelica Houston's brother. Totally weird. Who Amazing. Obsessed. Um, so I'm really excited and I hope that the Axeman comes into play in this next episode. We'll see. Oriana. Yes. Mm. Um, I did not read the spoiler alert for MM, but I think she's here to stay. Whether or not she's alive, I don't know, but we saw the flashback today with her heart murmur. We saw her dressed up for the tea party. Mm-hmm. I think Spalding has a love affair of his own um, with her, that he has his own like dead doll. It's not a living doll, but his own dead doll. And that there's going to be some kind of relationship there. Whether he wants to get a spell, get Fiona to help her, you know, bring her back to life or whatever. There's something going on there. I feel like he's the reason why he's kept her is because she reminded him so much of Fiona when Fiona was young. And right. he's obsessed with Fiona, so he's like, I'm going to make my own Fiona. Right. So I, there's something that's going to I feel like that's my prediction is that we're going to see a, maybe a little bit more of Spalding but something to do with MM as well. I have one question. Do you think, and I, this is just random, but do you think the heart murmur was real? Yes. I, you did? Yep. Yeah. See, I feel like they just kind of breezed by it for me. I you mean, know, they didn't really need to go into it. It was no. like the Supreme can't be, be sick have yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Until next just a time. Theory. Until yeah. next time, where can our fans find you, beautiful ladies? Oh, and we're starting with me? Oh, you said beautiful, so... Um, I was talking about myself. So she touched her hair. I'm, I'm at Sarah on the go, Sarah with an H uh, on Twitter. I, I'm at Jillian Left on Twitter or my website, JillianLeff.com. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Oriana Leo. That's O-R-I-A-N-A-L-E-O. Or on Instagram at Oriana Leo. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at You Can Call Me Skiff. From everyone here at the AfterBuzz TV family, we thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Happy Halloween. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.